Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to the Tuesday edition of In Black and Right, another adventure in podcasting. We are the new definition of color commentary, and as always, I am your host, Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, and your tour guide through the thoroughly whacked out world of Joe Biden's America. If you, uh, before we get into today's fun, uh, if you have questions, comments, or anything, just contact us via email in blackandright at gmail.com, or you can go to our wonderful website, which is constantly evolving, in blackandright.net. Got some interesting things on there, and more interesting things to come as we go through updating. Well, we are now officially done. Well, at least not in the chronological sense of summer. I hope everyone did have a safe and happy Labor Day weekend. It's been a ton of fun. I worked yesterday, even though uh, I really didn't want to, but because the news compels me. And I go where the news is. And certainly the big news of yesterday was the judge in the Trump motion to appoint a special master to go through all of the seized documents at during the Mar-a-Lago raid. It's not a seizure, folks. It's a raid. It was a full-blown raid. Unprecedented, unlawful, and just plain stupid raid. Now, of course, you will have all kinds of lefties uh, on MSLSD, and CNN will tell you that, oh, this was a horrible decision. It was a horrible decision. No, it's not. Because, frankly, when from what I've read, and, and I'll, I'll get into a story here, uh, a little bit of what uh, Judge Cannon said in her opinion of the case during her ruling, but the guy who seems to have had his pulse on this whole thing is Mike Davis, legal scholar, president of the Article 3 Project, uh, is an attorney from Iowa, used to work for Senator Chuck Grassley, the ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. He helped President Trump get all three of his uh, Supreme Court nominees through during his time. And he's been pretty much spot on in many ways. And I want to play... Uh, some of Mr. Davis, uh, when he was on uh, Steve Bannon's War Room program, uh, just yesterday as a matter of, well, no, not yesterday, today, I'm sorry, today, September the 6th, but man, he was right on the money. Go ahead, Mr. Davis, let's hear him out. Well, it's a, it's a big win for President Trump because I think Judge Cannon clearly has recognized that there is... There are serious um, legal problems with, with the Biden Justice Department's unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful raid against President Trump. And she knows, she, she talks about this. She talks about, quote, the swirling allegations of bias and media leaks in this case. So that means she understands that the Biden Justice Department 
went to a they judge shop for a clearly biased judge, judge uh, magistrate judge Bruce Reinhardt, who just recused from President Trump's civil lawsuit against Hillary Clinton on June 22nd. The Biden Justice Department has been leaking and lying throughout this case, uh, uh, illegally leaking from the grand jury, is, uh, in particular, is particularly damning for them. I think what I, what I have to ask these people like Eli Mistel, the dumbest lawyer in America who you just, who you just had in your cold open, what do, why are they so worried about a special master checking the Biden Justice Department's homework here? What do they have to hide? Uh, why are they so terrified about a special master? It seems like Judge Cannon is directly over the target. Yippo! Mm-hmm. That, my friends, is the question. Why are these media, go these goofy lawyers going on uh, mainstream media saying that, oh no, this is terrible. Why is a special master so terrible? They've never bothered to explain themselves and why their goofy logic. If anything, Judge Cannon essentially said, uh, Dear Justice Department, I don't trust you. There's no harm in having an independent outsider check your homework. Yes, exactly as uh, Mike Davis said. What's the problem with that? I don't see anything. I mean, if anything, it would increase the, con uh, the idea of transparency and accountability. But apparently, they're all freaking out. Uh, on in the Justice Department, on, lawyers on TV who pretty much are dingbats, a lot of them, and here you have a Mike Davis who has been consistent and steady in his assertions, and the man is essentially looking like a genius and making all these other goofballs, well, look like idiots. So yeah, um, I mean, as a matter of fact, uh, a little bit further in uh, the story... Now, this is from, uh, let's see, from the Associated Press. Let's see. And, uh, no, this isn't quite what I'm looking for. Let's go. Okay, there we go. This is a little better. Now, this is coming from a regional, uh, a local uh, Florida news station, WG, no, WJHG. Panama City Beach, Florida, who did a story on this, and I think they were a little bit more thorough than some of these others uh, when it came to their assessment and dug a little deeper in the story about, about this. And it was a 24-page opinion. Now, WJHG, in their reporting, had taken pieces of... Uh, from Judge Cannon's uh, opinion and her order. Now, one portion of this says, and I quote uh, Judge Cannon here, the court is mindful that restraints on criminal prosecutions are disfavored, but finds that these unprecedented circumstances call for a brief pause to allow for neutral third-party review to ensure a just process with adequate safeguards. Okay, that's reasonable. Why are these people freaking out? Why are they? What's the problem? But let's go, uh, let's see. Uh, da -da 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 -da. 
let's go through the story again. Uh, let's see. So, uh, from, okay, here we go. Uh, we have uh, some of these former Justice Department dingbats. I want to find things that came from Judge Cannon. Let's see. All right. Oh, yeah, here we go. All right. Uh, in this case, the seized records, uh, this is, again, from Judge Cannon, include medical documents, correspondence related to taxes, and accounting information. Now, excuse me, that is, what in the Sam hell is the Justice Department thinking? You take medical records, tax records, accounting information, is that in the warrant? No. And you're seeing all this. The Justice Department and the FBI saw this stuff. This is stuff that's not covered. It's totally not covered in the, in the search warrant. But they took it all anyway. That, I mean, come on. That's just crazy. Now, Judge Cannon, again, uh, said it was too soon to know whether Trump would be entitled to the return of any of these records, which kind of eh, makes me scratch my head. But, and here's the judge again, quoting, For now, the circumstances surrounding the seizure in this case and the associated need for adequate procedural safeguards are sufficiently compelling to at least get the, get the plaintiff, that would be President Trump, past the courthouse doors. Now, why was the Justice Department taking medical documents? Oh my gosh, right there, that just sounds like a major, major league violation of HIPAA law. If it contained any of President Trump's information, medical information, the FBI has no damn business looking at it. None. Correspondence related to taxes? Oh boy, that ought to make uh, the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, happy. It's like, I mean, is somehow those, are those documents going to be going to her somehow? Accounting information? Same thing. This is ridiculous. And, you know, and of course that staged phony picture with all those documents on the floor, uh, with all of those designations, secret, top secret, and others, well, that blows the whole idea that the erroneous information that has been leaked out of the FBI and the DOJ. Oh, there were nuclear documents. Well, where are they? They're not there. And I don't think that President Trump is sloppy enough to leave stuff out there on the floor and, for, and getting a picture of it for the world to see. Uh-uh, that, that's stupid. No, no, no. The, the DOJ has screwed this. I mean, major league. Now, again, uh, from Judge Cannon's decision, quote, as a function of plaintiff, President Trump, former position as President of the United States, the stigma associated with the subject seizure is in a league of its own, unquote. And again, another segment from Judge Cannon's order. A future indictment based to any degree on property that ought to be returned would result in reputational harm 
of a decidedly different order of magnitude. Oh, yeah. I mean, the DOJ, they're going for obstruction of justice. They're going to try it. And yes, a D.C. jury as 90, 90 to 95% Democrat, oh yeah, they'll go for it. They, they will indict in some weirded out attempt to try to stop President Trump. It's not going to stop him, folks. It's not going to stop him. No, 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 no. It, it's not. I mean, did I, I showed it just yesterday on In Black and Right Live. Just go to our Rumble page. The video that was put on Twitter by Benny Johnson, a fellow Floridian, uh, works for Newsmax, has a show on weekends there, which is which is a totally cool show, The Benny Report. But yeah, I mean, we know what Biden is doing, and apparently he's gone to the well again. Another speech, another mean, awful speech, taking half of the country and calling them threats to the people, a threat to democracy. Did he not learn, did Biden not learn his lesson in Philadelphia uh, last Thursday, which was September the 1st? Did, did he figure it out? No. He's back to the same old tricks. Screaming, angry, venomous, with vitriol. How terrible it is and these Trump MAGA Republicans. I mean... Could anybody please explain to me in a cohesive, logical way and coherent, what is so awful about making America great again? We were pretty darn, we were in pretty darn good shape. Then less than two years, here comes Biden and his mental midgets and screws up everything. They, I mean, they've screwed the pooch everywhere, domestically, internationally, everywhere. And the real issues, not, it's not about a threat to democracy by Trump and his supporters. And by the way, uh, Joe, uh, many of those supporters that you're taking a slam at uh, happen to be minorities. I mean, unless you haven't been told about the hemorrhaging support you have uh, with minorities, especially Hispanics, blacks, others. The only people that you seem to be uh, going for is making happy are the woke graduate types who just simply cannot, you know, they're loving the fact that you're forgiving their student loan debt, but the problem is the rest of us who have to pay for it are going to be on the hook for up to a trillion dollars, not billion trillion dollars because your plan stinks who do you think's gonna pay for it who do you think is going to absorb all that debt huh people who are not who have not who have either paid off their student loans over the years or they've never had to take out loans but for whatever reason uh, they hate you they're not happy about your plan and especially in states like Pennsylvania they're not thrilled about your student loan quote-unquote forgiveness because it's not, a for, it's not a forgiveness of debt. It's a transfer of liabilities to those of us 
who may not either have student loan debt or or for any other reason so yeah give me a break folks give me a break this is ridiculous it is absolutely full-on ridiculous and yet yeah, governor uh, sorry uh, the federal judge judge cannon in her decision to appoint a special master is essentially saying hey the librarians got I mean, it really boils down to this the librarians got pissed they called the cops to go get the overdue library books and in so doing uh, and plus you throw in the illegal raid plus all of the leaking that has come from the FBI to the and the DOJ to the mainstream media so on and so on and so on you also have this uh Thiebault guy former top fbi guy tim uh this timothy Thiebault or Thiebault, and it's like and i'm like i don't even want to call him Thiebault because the real tim Thiebault, the real football star I, I i like the guy he lives in jacksonville and I've been a Tebow fan for years, but this Tebow with the FBI, this dude is a slime bag. Total slime. And yet, we want to be, we have to be nice to him. Really, why should we be nice to the FBI when they are proving themselves to be nothing more than a bunch of dirty cops? At least the upper echelon. Hmm? I, I don't see that. I mean... Keep in mind, folks, the FBI was created by an executive order. That's the one thing that a lot of people don't know. The FBI was created by an executive order. And as such, they've gained so much power over the decades. I mean, it was it's horrible. But it needs to be reorganized, shuffled, really into a t either completely eliminated and rebuilt or go through major league decentralization because the Hoover building there in DC houses nothing short of a brood of vipers and this is what Judge Cannon's decision was about it, it really was to say hey we're going to have an extra layer of accountability someone who's completely independent to go through this and sort this out and I'm still at a loss as to why so many of these quote-unquote legal minds on CNN MSLSD and and others are talking about this is a really bad idea it's like why why is accountability and double-checking your work a bad idea hmm that's the one question they cannot and will not answer and that, folks, makes me really dang suspicious. It, I mean, it's just like, methinks thou doth protest too much. Uh, to quote Shakespeare on that one. So, I'm gonna, I want to wait and see what goes on with this. Because I am still thoroughly convinced that they are going to do some type of indictment of Trump for obstruction of justice. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens because if anything that was taken out of Mar-a-Lago 
that wasn't covered by the warrant. And I'm talking uh, things that are attorney-client privileged, things that have executive privilege, and frankly, the White House trying to say that they had nothing to do with it? Uh-uh. Don't buy that for a second. They knew, and it's already been proven, that the White House Counsel's Office, the Deputy White House Counsel, Jonathan Sue, was very much involved. So yes, the White House knew. Biden knew. Corinne Jean-Pierre, the Black Cabbage Patch doll, knew. She knew, and she lied. And lied and lied and lied, and other White House officials have done the same. So I'm going, hmm, this is, this is really a mess. And I have a feeling, because if the Justice Department is going to make their move, they're going to have to do it within the next 60-some days. Because Trump is out there, and he's going on offense. Because he's tired of this. He's tired of his supporters and himself being labeled as enemies of the people, a threat to democracy. I'm sorry, but who the hell does Joe Biden think he is? I mean, he's certainly channeling his inner Emperor Palpatine. I mean, I'm looking at that speech in Philadelphia at, Independ at Independence Hall going, oh my gosh. This man took something right out of Star Wars. Sounded like, some people said he sounded like Hitler. Some people thought it sounded like, you know, something demonic, like the devil. I mean, this was some harsh stuff that people were uh, being critical of with that speech. But apparently, in spite of the overnight polling and the criticism he got from the left-wing media, not all, but some. But he's back at it again, from what I understand. And I'm going to dig into that story and probably bring it to you tomorrow, uh, on tomorrow's episode. But, uh, but for right now, my friends, I think I've probably ranted enough. So with that in mind, and as soon as I can find the text of uh, Judge Cannon's decision. I'm, I'll be putting a link to it on in blackandright.net so you can read all of what Judge Cannon said in its context. So, uh, for now, my friends, I'm just going to say so long. Have yourself a great Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow uh, with another adventure in podcasting. And always remember, folks, patriots come in all colors.